evening and welcome. How are we doing? Welcome to episode 26. Episode 26 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview session. So thank you. Thank you for joining. Um, I'm just going to send some invites just to make sure we've got lots of people in the conversation. I hope that we've had a great weekend. I hope that we're doing well. As always, if you are a first-time listener, if you are a first-time listener to an always better than yesterday interview session, let me just say thank you. Let me appreciate you. Drop me a little red heart love emoji, red heart emoji in the in the comments. Let me know that you're here, uh, and let me say thank you for for joining for the very first time. I hope this adds value. I'll explain a little bit about what these interview sessions are all about in a second. Uh, and if you are a returning always better than yesterday interview session watcher, then please do drop a blue love heart emoji. Let me know so I can virtually fist bump you and appreciate you as always. Now, these have been earned from a, a long weekend um, late back from London last night. But if you haven't seen yet, I managed to go for a ride in a killer whale down the London Thames. Yeah, I rode in a killer whale. So we had a, an adventure day yesterday. And yeah, that's it. What else is there le left to accomplish in life? And if you've uh, submerged and, and, and ridden in a killer whale, that, that's it, right? <laughs> so I've definitely earned those bags today. So today, our episode 26 is with life coach Esther McCann. Um, I won't say too much about her. I'll let her introduce herself. Hopefully I'm loud and clear through my headphones. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, I was connected with, um, with Esther through her Instagram account. She, we have mutual friends in common and she was putting out some fantastic content. And I love to connect with like-minded people. So when I saw her putting her content out, I knew I had to connect. I knew I had to uh, reach out and, and have like-minded conversations um, because uh, we on this journey can never get too much help. So it was it was awesome to be able to connect with her. And our first conversation lasted for nearly an hour. And between the two of us, we didn't shut up. So um, hopefully we'll be much the same today. And hopefully, if this is your first Always Better Than Yesterday interview session, you will know uh, by the end of it that this is all about mindset, helping you understand the habits and the mindset behind successful and inspiring people. Um, and looking at some other practical things that you can learn to take away um, and then implement in your own life. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Esther on. She says she's a technophobe, but I don't believe it because she's ready. Drum roll, connecting. Ha -ha. There we go. <laughs> I am a technophobe. It was like, can you rotate it? And I was like, but I don't want to rotate it because then it'll be like that. And then, uh, but yeah. <laughs> so Thank you for it. joining me. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, you're looking great. I put, made a bit more effort for this one. Well, I didn't. I don't. Nah. <laughs> you put a shirt on. You put a well, shirt on. Absolutely. How are you? I'm very good, thank you, Ryan. Uh, yeah, very good. <laughs> Amazing. Can you do me the, the honour and the privilege of introducing your good self to the watchers and listeners? 
Hi, everyone. So I'm Esther McCann. I'm a life coach. Um, I'm from Bristol in the United Kingdom. So I know that there's people watching from a lot further afield than that. Hello. Um, my main areas that I'm very passionate about are mindset and the belief that you need to have your mindset in the right place in order to manifest your goals. So, yeah, that's me. <sighs> My drop. That's, uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's all there is. <laughs> I can go now. <laughs> <laughs> that's all there is to learn. That's it. Nail on the head. Amazing. Yeah. So let's, let's, uh, let's get to know you a bit better. Tell us a little bit more about your story. Uh, my story so my story really began um, I mean it really kicked off uh, mm -hmm. last September mm -hmm. because that was when I had the penny drop moment that I needed to leave my marriage and I've always been a very strong person very decisive person mm -hmm. um, but it was just an absolute um, shifting point for me and I knew that I had to do something about that um, that doesn't mean that that was an, an easy thing to do and yep. You know, it wasn't, you know, though mm. I didn't like suddenly massively power up and just go at it mm. all guns blazing. And, you know, it, did, it didn't happen like that. But no matter what, for anybody going through that, it is a very brave decision. Yeah, absolutely. So um, tell us a little bit more about that then. What what gave you the, the courage to to make that decision? And, you know, was it a you said the penny dropped. Tell us mm. about that penny dropping. The penny dropping moment was really for me I mean there'd been a lot of moments within the marriage where I'd felt you know belittled not supported um you know it's with marriage it's a vow for life it's with you know through sickness and in health mm -hmm. but you know even in moments of sickness I've you know it was like I would still get told to fuck off um you know without like you know airing all my dirty laundry but there was just this there was just this one time where um we were out and you know I got you know shouted at in public and people were staring and mm -hmm. it, it kind of carried on and and it just then you know but then we walked around this corner and we saw someone we knew and you know he gave the, that person the time of day and you know was really really nice to them and I just mm -hmm. thought no you know this is when you're spending the rest of your life with a person mm -hmm. why is it that I'm the person that gets the most hate like why am mm -hmm. I so hated like it, it was that kind of thing and and I just knew at that moment, I was like, this isn't my happy ever after. Mm. You know, that isn't anybody's happy ever after. And you shouldn't have to tolerate it. It was, you know, it's in front of our daughter. And I just, mm. I completely disagreed with that. Um, you know, I don't want her to think that, um, you know, a dad should treat them, you know, mum that way. And, mm -hmm. and that it's all right for me to just say yes, you know, and I'll put up with that. So that really, for me, it was, it just felt like the... Is it the straw that broke the camel's back? Is that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But... I'm not not good at phrases. <laughs> <laughs> well, terrible. What you should do is just make your own phrases up, and then you've got quotes oh. for a lifetime for your Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do try to make up a few of my own. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, okay, so that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm. Um, but but what? How did the camel get back up again? Not that I'm referring to you as a camel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to get you for that one. Um, <laughs> uh, well, so something I've talked about before is that I, at the time, found 
uh, Billy Joel's River of Dreams. And mm. I didn't realize the song was about divorce, but this song just touched me so, so deeply. You know, like the lyrics from that song, he's talking about how he feels lost, like he's lost his identity, exactly how I felt. Like I felt mm. that I had no sense of identity. I didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't know what I wanted. I just knew that this wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. Um, you know, and every night he goes to the river because he's trying to cross to the opposite side. And I saw that the river for me was that moment of trying to bridge that gap and say, I don't want this anymore. Mm. That was crossing the river for me. And um, I didn't know what I wanted on the other side of it. I just knew that I wanted happiness. Um, so I was listening to that, honestly, from seven in the morning till like 11 at night, you know, even at work. And I was just like, mm. I wasn't really jamming out. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every, everyone at work knew that I was just like, oh, and um, mm. and then I was on Google at work going, how do I, you know, how do I sort this out? And uh, and then I found the letter that I've mentioned before. So I found a lady who said that she'd written a letter to her husband. And I thought this would resonate so much better for me. You know, I, I don't really like verbal confrontation. And mm. I feel like, you know, I'd approached it verbally before and I felt like it, it wouldn't work. And I felt this is going to work for me. And then because she signed it at the bottom, Esther, I just took that as a huge sign from the universe. And that's mm. what I, you know, that's what I did. So wrote this letter out, printed it off, put it in my handbag. And there it stayed, you know, for a couple of weeks until, mm. um, you know, I got to that moment. And it was really, really hard couple of weeks because it sounds awful. Um, but during that time, he, every single day, he bought presents. Mm -hmm. um every day and it was because he knew that I was on my way out and you know as much as some people go a, a present is a nice gesture but it's like when you get to this point and you've gone yep. through this emotionally a present isn't going to cut it and mm -hmm. a present doesn't show that you really want to change mm -hmm. so you know I was and it made, it made me feel sick every every mm -hmm. time because I was like this isn't what I want and that mm -hmm. you know the pressure was mounting and then eventually one day it all came to a head and I gave him this letter and then after that, it just 100 miles an hour. Mm. Yep, gone, out of the house. Wow. So, well, fair play too to start with. So we're talking, this is, this is last year? That's last year, but this is, I mean, really, the build-up to this, I would say, has been going on since, I mean, you could say four, four five years, yeah. really, in, yeah. in all honesty. You know, this stuff doesn't happen overnight for people, mm. it, you know, and it takes a really long time. And unfortunately, that's how it is. It takes a long time mm. of sustained things like this before you recognize that it's not healthy, yeah. you know? So, so there are people out there that are going through the same, mm. you know, they're going through that, that four-year period and you don't know mm. what stage they're at. And, you know, what mm. was it? If you could bottle what you had for yourself, whether it be a thought, whether it be a... So you talk a little bit about a sign from the universe and this, mm. this letter being signed off with Esther. What did you know about that at the moment? Did you just see it as a coincidence or had you some knowledge of this manifestation? Like, where did that come from? Um, I'm very, um, well, I'm from a very Christian background. Very, mm -hmm. very, very Christian background. Um, my stepmom's a pastor. Um, so, you know, that's, a pretty, that's pretty much like, apart from being like the Archbishop of Canterbury or the Pope, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's, pretty, you know that's pretty high up in the church, isn't it? Um, and that's always been a massive, massive part of my family life. Um, but 
as with a lot of people that get brought up in the church, they do have a tendency to move away. I've never, ever stopped believing in God or the universe or higher power, however you want to see it. I've mm -hmm. never stopped. I've never felt that that wasn't the case for me. Um, but, you know, I've never I haven't really been in touch with my spiritual side. Mm -hmm. um, it's usually when we are literally at our rock bottom that we find ourselves in these moments where we're praying and we're asking what is the bigger meaning? What is the bigger picture to this? Mm. Um, but I do believe in signs and, you know, I don't be really believe in coincidences. Um, so for me, that was just, it's, you know, synchronicities and co coincidences. It's all the universe giving you a little nudge to say, yes, that mm. this is, this is right. Or yes, we've got your back. So that for me was a huge, huge, like, prod in the right direction it was like yeah just write this letter bitch and get on with it <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah but that still doesn't give you the courage like what what, no. what enabled you to do that is it something you would say to yourself is it because you had no option like without me putting words into your mouth mm. how would you describe that for you um do you know what though it felt even the moment where i gave the letter over i didn't feel brave yeah. I still felt I still felt really really scared. Yeah. And I still felt like I was crushing other people's, you know, dreams mm. and and I, it was like you're in the you know you're in the lion's lair and it but I knew that there was no way out. That's the only way I can explain it is that for me I was like there is no going back on this now. Mm. And that's the only, you know, because I knew that there was no way to rectify it was just that like pushing me that mm. just saying, you know, and saying this is hard now, but you will be happy. Mm. So I think that if you had to put it as a phrase, it's like, you will be happy. You deserve to be happy. Mm. That's, I think that's probably the main, the main thing that I would ask people to take away from something like this. If, yeah. if you're in that situation, it's like, you do not have to settle. You deserve yeah. to live happily ever after everybody does. Yeah. And if you're, you know, I know it's, it's pretty harsh for me mm. to say it because there's a lot of people out there that probably aren't in, you know, happy relationships and ev no relationship is easy. You know, I'll say that no relationship is fucking cupcakes and rainbows all the way. <laughs> but if this isn't, if this isn't truly in, li uh, in line with you and what you want, go after what you do want. Mm. Mm. What is your favorite cupcake? Um, I'm quite partial to a lot of cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like um, red velvet. Yeah. I, I like, um, I love a bit of peanut butter. Oh, banoffee. It's a banoffee. banoffee. Do you think banoffee. if we mentioned that, um, because, because when we spoke for the first time, you were going up to that, um, that's, that service station. Gloucester Services. Gloucester Services. So if we Crocs. shout out Gloucester Services and then you tag them in this and you share, I wonder if you'll get a free lifetime supply. Oh, uh, they do the best tea cakes, everybody. So if you're going past Gloucester Services, they make these giant tea cakes. <sighs> Amazing. Yeah. they blow you away but they also you know they blow your gut away Bloat as you well. away, yeah absolutely and, and they cost quite a lot they're about three pound 20 a tea cake but it is like a whole dessert like it you yeah. know they're not they're like um yeah gloss of services please lifetime absolutely. membership that'd be great <laughs> definitely tag them in it and then <laughs> amazing so i mean you talk a little bit um around kind of the science and the universe and, and then when we were talking mm. you, you, i i i let you know that it was episode 26 what's the what does 26 have to do with it's my house it's my house number yeah it's my new house number and i love my new house nice so another is, little sign 
Yeah, it's just like, and I see it quite a few places now. 26 yeah. comes up for me quite a lot. Um, yeah. But the, this week, 43 is plaguing me like you wouldn't believe. It's everywhere. Mm. And ironically, it used to be my husband's, ex-husband's number. So he was mm. like, 43 is my number. And um, I cannot explain to you how many times I think I've seen it this week. We're talking maybe over 100. Wow. <laughs> and it's... Um, it, I, I love it, but it's driving me back. Mm. Is that what, what goes through your mind? Are you searching for why or are you expecting something to like, what, what is it? No, I just, every time I see that, I just say, I know I'm on the right path. And that's what oh, I say cool. to anybody. So mm-hmm. like if you see 9-11, because um, obviously mm-hmm. that's a magnification of 11-11, um, all angel numbers have got a different meaning. You know, you can look them all up, but mm. if you're seeing things, like that and you're seeing them a lot is mm. it is the universe saying keep on keep on you're on the right track so i take it as an encouragement but it gets to a point with 43 where i'm just like i cannot yeah yeah this is <laughs> I, getting weird now i yeah i woke up at 4:34 this morning and like so all i saw was like mm. the four and the three just like going back and forth in my head and then um even like wrapping ripley up a present and it said includes 43 stickers and i was like why not wow 45 you want a 44 yeah like <laughs> 50 40 like why like why yeah. what a like random number but it's everywhere so Amazing. um yeah for anybody else who's seeing those you're on the right path that is you know it's a nudge it's a mm. wink take it as a positive sign so laura's here laura's with us and she's just oh, said hey, laura. in the comments she just banana. says banana so i don't know whether she's like got Tourette's or being a minion or, or she's or she's referring back to the cakes <laughs> <Banana. that we're... laughs> she's talking about the cakes for sure but it's, yeah. it's banoffee but I do love making banana bread banoffee muffins yeah. that is like that is the one thing I bake and I bake it <laughs> I bake it good amazing Rebecca's here Rebecca says such an hey, inspiring Rebecca. story She's and, not wrong. And Jeff Jackson's put a load of like, what, burritos, tacos? Lots of tacos, yeah. I'm a, yeah, happy with that, yeah. Winning, winning. <laughs> so let's fast forward a little bit further then. Um, and you've made the courageous break and life's 100 miles an mm. hour. What gets you through that time period? Just knowing that I'd done that, honestly. Like, yeah. it was, I mean, it was still hard. Like, when I moved out and it was in this tiny little annex, you know, mm-hmm. my, bedroom, my bedroom now, I reckon, is bigger than... <laughs> It's wow. bigger than the annex. Yeah. Uh, but I remember just walking in there and being like, this is my, like right now, it's only like a little rented thing. But I was like, this is my safe space. This represents a new beginning for me. And I, I loved that. Like, you know, it, it was enough. And I was just grateful for that. So I think, you know, for me, gratitude played a huge part in mm-hmm. being knowing that I did have so many good things to be grateful for. Yeah. Um, and it is just getting over that hurdle. Uh, but I did spend a, a lot of time doing uh, meditation and, mm-hmm. um, you know, discover mindfulness and manifestation, etc. You know, that, that mm-hmm. really, really did help me to switch off because it was hard. And, you know, you don't just, you know, being honest, you don't say you want a divorce from someone and then you just that's it yep. like there is there is still very difficult conversations to be had mm-hmm. there's a lot of very um, high emotions mm-hmm. so i really needed the meditation to um just completely switch off from that yeah like, because is there any, it... any particular resource that kind of helped you with that i just love youtube honestly yep. um like i just type in guided meditation you know mm-hmm. i think for somebody who's a big complete beginner guided is great because mm-hmm. 
if you otherwise, if you just ask somebody to switch off and, yeah. you know, that is true meditation. True meditation doesn't, you, you're not being guided by a person. You are mm -hmm. in complete silence. But um, anything on YouTube, really, I, I haven't found a bad one yet, to be honest. Mm, cool. You, you know, everything that's on there is great. Um, yeah. And, you know, I like that you can pick the time. Uh, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't really get on with headspace and mm -hmm. calm that much. Not sure why that is, but mm -hmm. um, they just, that just didn't work out for me. But I just love to go on YouTube and just, just see what comes along and like, mm. just pick where, you know, where your intuition feels. And sometimes you're like, I knew that was the right one because it mm. just spoke to you at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, what does meditation give you? Clarity. Um, it completely, completely, uh, just helps you quiet your mind and you know have that um opportunity to start receiving like clear inspired thoughts rather mm -hmm. than just you know just general shit that your brain is telling you like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it talks a lot of shit yeah um so meditation really helps with that really helps with you mm. know de-stressing de and just being present and in the moment which is like the, one of the main things of mindfulness is like knowing mm. you know how to come back to the moment and you know stop your thoughts from spiraling and going off on a tangent with worry really yeah i love that love that so when was miss manifesto born <laughs> When was she born? Um, I mean, I'd already started manifesting and stuff uh, before she was born, but I mm -hmm. hadn't, at, hadn't at that point realized that this was something I really wanted to share and embark mm -hmm. on with other people. So that was just, I was just manifesting on my, on my own. Um, <laughs> with your Billy Joel. With, with Billy Joel and, you know, and just my notebooks and just cracking on yeah. and all that. But uh, no, it must have been around... <clears throat> I reckon it was like around June or July and um, being really honest, I mean, everyone's like the name is genius. We love Miss Manifesta. But the reason why Miss, Miss Manifesta came up was because Instagram was clogged to fuck with everybody else taking all the good names. <laughs> yeah. I came up with like all these like, like, so my initials are EM. So I was like going for like empowerment and like mm -hmm. all sorts, all sorts of stuff. And then I just wanted manifest or yeah. manifester and it was like, everybody would have it and they'd only have one follower. And I was like, Jesus, why, why does this happen? Like don't come up with the good names and then like not post anything. So anyway, Miss, yeah. Miss Manifesta was born because out of, out of desperation. Well, yeah. And she's not Mrs. Manifesta anymore. No, so. she ain't. No, she's not Mrs. <laughs> Manifesta anymore. And anyway, it's probably, I, I was thinking about what would I have called your business? And I think mm. my can do attitude just doesn't quite. <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of things around McCann, like, yeah, 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 no, yeah, McCann, McCann do, no, yeah, don't know, <laughs> don't know, I'm not vibing okay. with that. <laughs> no, I, I like it, I like it, and at least you haven't had to pay someone for the Twitter hand or the Instagram handle, so winning. No. Yeah, I'm always, I love, I love, uh, yeah, not having to pay people to do shit for me. <laughs> not yet. So, not yet, um, yeah. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about where, what, 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 you do through your your life coaching and, and how are you yeah. helping others so my main goal with coaching is to help people with their mindset because mm -hmm. I you know really do believe I came from a place where I was very negative mm. very very moany like I don't know if you know what I mean but this will resonate with some people but I used to go back on my Inst uh, Facebook feed <laughs> and it'd just be like bitch please stop moaning yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, i yeah. never realized like looking back through it how negative it was 
And the thing is, I honestly did have four years of shit. Mm. I had, you know, I had a flat, had two people massively fuck me over with that flat. Um, mm -hmm. And it cost me, honestly, it cost me thousands and thousands of pounds. Wow. Had so much shit happen in those. I wasn't well. I had a lot of hospital tests. You know, they thought I had bowel cancer. There was so many things going on. Mm. And I just never really realized that, I mean, we talked about it the other day and we touched on it. Like, you can manifest bad shit as yeah. well as manifest yeah. good shit. Like, thoughts it, become things. Thoughts become things. Law of attraction is a real thing. And the law of attraction doesn't mean just attracting the good shit. You can attract the bad mm. stuff to you mm. as well. If you're putting out negative vibes and worry and all of that. So for me, it's all about teaching people first about how to get their mindset right and once you start that shift from negative to positive you're in a much much better place then to start letting abundance flow to you mm. what so helped that, you with manifesting uh no negative to positive um honestly um meditation uh learning how to be more positive and let yeah. let things bother me less is this um, something that you had to find for yourself or did someone say look you're annoying me now can you start doing some of these things like where no, did they come from no it literally came honestly you know like on youtube how it goes from feed to feed to feed like so mm -hmm. you'll listen to something the next thing comes up yeah so for me probably the biggest i'll go talk about law of attraction so the biggest law of attraction influence influence for me was abraham hicks so mm. for people that don't know who abraham hicks is um her name is actually also esther um <laughs> and she effectively channels and you can take this as crazy but if you listen to it i just and just listen to what she's saying it makes sense but she effectively channels what she describes as a being called abraham which is like higher source you know, mm -hmm. vibration, and she's like translating the messages and then giving it to us so that we know how to apply law of attraction and just lead happily, happier lives. Mm -hmm. um, that's the best way I can explain it without it sounding a bit like. Mm -hmm. uh, but so I can't remember how it came up, but obviously with meditation and lots of things like that, you know, Abraham Hicks comes up in the feeds, started listening to it, and I was just like, this just is amazing, particularly talking about, you know, being learning how to be satisfied and being in touch with your emotions and using your emotions as an indicator. So if you're feeling, if your emotions are off, mm -hmm. basically that's your indicator that, you know, you're not in alignment. So, you know, rather than spend loads of time going back and cleaning up all your old shit and trying to sort that out, she says, you can't, you can't really do that. You can't unlive your life. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, the thing to do is learn how to shift your focus to things mm. that are more positive so yeah no one told me that i was being a negative nancy um yeah. i just knew that i had made a big change and if you're going to make a big change like that you're not going to be half-assed about it and go mm. okay well i've made a change now but i think i'm going to sit in my annex and be you know <laughs> and be miserable like if you're yeah. going to do that you're like no it's it's up and out from here you really need to like be willing to like put all that you know work in yeah. and i didn't really think of it as being work but i was it was just a a conscious decision to choose to be happy mm. and i think that's the main thing that people need to do like you cannot carry on clinging on to you know old stuff you have to say all right i'm going to forgive i'm yeah. going to let it go and i'm going to choose choose to be happy yeah and be positive it's a choice and so when you when you say about choosing to be happy let's take you back to in the midst of 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 that that difficult period mm. were you was it lack of mindfulness as in terms of you didn't know you were unhappy or was it 
this kind of holding yourself back because you didn't feel like you deserved to be happy? I think I was in a state of existing Mm -hmm. and I don't think that I was I knew I wasn't living my most authentic life and I knew Mm -hmm. I wasn't being true to myself I had known that a long 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 time Mm. um but um I just wasn't really aware of how bad it was and it just took a few things to kind of make you know wake me up I yeah. think that's how I'd describe it as waking up. Mm, absolutely. To, to that. What, um, what sort of things are you doing with your clients these days then with, with Miss Manifesto? What, what sort of programs of work do you offer and how do you help people? Um, so at the moment it's mainly been all around like mindset. Um, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I feel that with mindset, if you can get that right, you can affect any area of your life. You know, it's mm. not about having a positive mindset, you know, just towards body image or it, you know, it can affect every single area of your life. So whatever clients want to work on effectively, you know, they can have it. Um, but now I'm pushing it more towards, uh, manifestation. So Mm -hmm. I've, uh, launched a program. It starts in the new year. So it's like perfect timing for people. We're wrapping up 2018. Uh, and the idea is that we spend the first half of it working on people's mindsets, starting that shift from uh, negative to positive, working on their emotions and really building up the self-love and the feeling that they deserve mm. to have the things that they want because then they'll be in a place to then start letting that flow to them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no point in me sitting down and saying, right, here we are, week one let's you know let's do this method let's do that method and Mm. they've still got all you know they haven't really you know sorted out what's going on within them yeah yeah, yeah. you know and really started that positive change process Mm -hmm. so that's that's kind of where that's at really and then they say that you know it apparently it takes 90 days to shift a core belief so the idea is that you know we start that and we and we get people on their way so that you know with hopefully within three months they can start seeing some major changes in their lives mm, nice like nice that. smooth nice. <laughs> nice. um my my business is called always better than yesterday mm. so what does always better than yesterday mean to you um it always means moving forward i mean for you as a coach you know as well that we're not as coaches really looking to resolve past issues for people Mm -hmm. we're all about moving forward and Mm. i don't believe in the slightest that anybody is defined by their past everybody's made a mistake nobody here is without sin no one you know at the end of the day is perfect Mm -hmm. and i think too many people get bogged down in in what has been Mm. so i'm just really (laughs) about um moving forward every day and i think that's you know I think that's what I take from that phrase, really, that yesterday kind of doesn't really matter anymore. Absolutely, it's gone. Yeah. Yesterday's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, Yeah. Are we we doing karaoke now? Yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, hang on, I'll just say, Laura's put, that was her favourite cake. It still is my favourite cake. And hi, Jonathan. Just keep Jonathan, darling, how are you, my friend? Great to see you. So, um... (laughs) How are, how are some of the ways that you were always better than yesterday? Um, that's a good question. Um, I 
don't dwell on Mm -hmm. my past mistakes, like I said. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I do try to turn any negative on its head. Mm-hmm. so you know I think that there is a positive to be taken from every situation mm-hmm. whether it's I could have reacted to that better yeah is there a process that you go that that takes you through that like with the like reflective set of questions or is it just conscious awareness of I think it for me is more conscious awareness um I do write down my journaling kind of journaling is very much try to focus on the positive so Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I will write down what I'm grateful for what has gone well today um I don't tend to dwell too much on what has gone wrong because I feel like it I'm giving it my negative attention so Mm. I really do honestly like try to just let that kind of go over my head you know Mm. I feel like as soon as I've as soon as I as soon as you give it attention you give it energy and yeah. you make it worse. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. so for me, that's probably, that is a lesson learned really that, you know, just to let things go a lot more. Uh, yeah. But, but like I said, there are moments where, you know, mindfulness does go out the window and I lose my rag with stuff. And I think, where was mindfulness then? Like, where was yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for is me, there anything I feel... that snaps you back into the present moment? Is there anything um, I always tell uh, clients that they need to come back to their breathing. That is like the number one mindfulness mm. thing. That is mm. the number one, uh, you know, trick. Um, we've all been talking a lot recently about, um, I've been talking with Emma about doing it and some other uh, clients as well about putting your one finger over the nose. You see it a lot in yoga, breathe in through one side, out through the other. You know, that takes a lot of con- conscious effort. It's not mm-hmm. just, you know, it's a thought process. So it really mm. does help bring you back to the uh, present moment Mm. but you know the thing is with mindfulness it all takes work and it's not just like you do a bit of yoga here and there a bit you know meditation once a week or whatever like it's again like with choosing happiness you have to choose to have a better mindset and it does take commitment for sure you know in and even I have moments you know I'm not um you know I'm not some sort of Mm -hmm. uh I'm not some sort of supernatural being that's like you know uh immune to you know being in a piss um I do have moments that's probably you know for me now I I reckon only spend about five percent of my time being Mm. you know I think that's quite low I think Mm -hmm. I don't you know Mm -hmm. um I've just become a lot more aware of when I'm letting something bother me. And, you know, I think if you know that you've had a bad day, it's getting to the end of that day and thinking, how could I have done that better? Why has this Mm. bothered me? And, and then going from there, really. It's empowering, isn't it? But, you know, using your thoughts, using your mind to empower you because Mm. the opposite is, is to treat, you know, to, to feel like you're a victim, to, to take away your power, to, affect change and do anything differently with it and you know you've now you talk about that five percent you know what if that five percent was more are you are you really mm. going to get the most out of your days and enjoy yourself and, and achieve no. and get what you want in life so no i i think the thing with i think a lot of people do have um <coughs> could call it a victim complex um yeah. and i think the thing is that actually people find playing the victim actually makes them feel powerful in a way because it's like a crutch and yeah and, and sometimes they are, get what they need and sometimes that might be attention and sympathy yeah and, yeah and that's the attention they want and then you know but it gets mm. to a point where people that only works for so long before people start to you know it wears thin you can only be a victim for so long um so yeah i think that's yeah. you know i think that's a big problem and with that it really is 
choosing to let that go like you don't Absolutely. have to be a victim it's actually yeah. more powerful you're more powerful forgiving and choosing to let go mm. you know and making that choice you know i think a lot of people react to conditions events experiences if you can choose that you're going to do that not off the back of you know something happening to you um if you can just wake up one day and say no i'm going to choose to be different that is like the biggest superpower of all really mm. have you ever had moments of self-doubt in your journey yeah oh yeah for sure um you know i think how can i i mean i i do think i'm worthy and i do think that you know I'm as good as the next person you know what yeah. I mean but you do yeah. have mo you do have moments where you think um somebody's doing better than you or you mm. know or just just stuff like that and that's only you're only human but it's catching those thoughts when mm. they happen you mm. know that's the that's the biggest thing is for some people they get they get that thought and then it takes control and then it just ruins the whole day then because you've Check gone yourself off before you wreck yourself yes <laughs> <laughs> is that one of yours one of your right. catchphrases yeah 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 by all means feel free to quote me on that one but it's um it's it's so true what you say isn't it it's it, we're not immune to those thoughts no. it's just the the awareness of them i guess i think yeah and i think that for me i feel like those thoughts come up less and less and less the more mm -hmm. that i you know the more that i practice like this and the more that mm. i bop them on the head like before they kind of go full-fledged the better yeah. but um yeah, I have to stop them in their tracks. And usually that will either be coming back to breathing or going, right, no, I need to do something. And I need yeah. to, I really need to distract myself from this and just change the story, change the focus and just get on to something different. Mm, I've always it's found this, um, this concept of talk to myself, not listen to myself has been mm. really, really powerful because if I listen to myself, I'll be saying, who are you mates mm. be talking about these things? And it'd be, they're going to see straight through you. Whereas if I say to myself, show up, have fun and do your best, mm. then I'm kind of a bit more immune to the outside world, you know, I can, I continue to show up. Yeah. I think it's, it's really important, uh, like speaking your words and, mm. you know, and, and doing like positive affirmations over yourself and, and like mm. telling, literally telling your head a diff the you know the, the story that you want to tell about yourself mm. it, it does feel like you know the battle between good and evil sometimes you know what's yeah. going on up there it really yeah. is you know it and it just comes from you know a place of fear and you know but it's it's quashing mm. that ego really so i've heard a few positive affirmations come out from you during this interview something like Have you, I know, now? You, you deserve to be happy <laughs> yes or, um you <laughs> are worthy you know, you are worthy, you deserve to be happy. Have you got like a go-to set of affirmations that you, you use that you'd be willing to share? Um, I don't really have a set of go-to ones. I mm -hmm. tend to, would rather, um, I get my clients to write things that are the most personal for them, really. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's how you use them, really. Um, it's get, getting it to a point where it seems natural and ingrained. So mm -hmm. I always sort of say, you know, you can put it on your bathroom mirror because, you know, you do spend, you will go there every day, mm. you know, when you're brushing your teeth, etc. Um, I say you can set it as a screensaver on your phone so that it comes up and you see it straight away. Mm -hmm. um, or just like, honestly, just get up and say, well, I will make the time to, you know, do my affirmations and to speak this stuff over my life before I go out the front door. So I feel a lot more powerful as I go out. But I mean, for, you know, it can, it can be, you know, I'm a confident, you know, person. I am, you know, I'm good with customers. It can be whatever, mm -hmm. 
whatever is almost like the opposite of whatever mm. whatever your head's telling you. It's like turn it on its head and and say yeah. the opposite. Really, I love that. Oh, on, and one thing before we go, and I know we didn't talk about this, so I'm putting you on the spot. But you did a, oh. a, a <laughs> is it a women in business event last week? I did. Or weeks ago. Yeah, it was about three weeks ago now. But like, yeah, it just feel it feels like ages ago, but it also yeah. feels like yesterday. So in that event, did you you get up and you gave a talk? Is that right? Yeah. Is about... that your life? That's your life now. That's inspiring. Oh. <laughs> you like to do more speaking in the future? Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like you know, I'm doing a lot of speaking on the internet in a way. Like, mm. and mm. I mean, that's still a valuable platform because yeah. you reach so many people. Um, but yeah, I really, it was my first ever time properly public speaking, and I absolutely mm. loved it. You know, I told yeah. the story about where I'd come from with my divorce, and mm -hmm. you know, everybody was very, very. Um, I felt like everybody really enjoyed it anyway. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you're all lying to me, but uh, so, yeah. So public speaking, people people say public speaking is right up there, top top fear that most people have. Mm. Um, how did you feel? Was it? Did you? Oh, did you awful. Have nerves, yeah. Awful. So I'll just like I'll go all out and share. So um, I'm being honest. I get a really upset stomach when mm -hmm. I get nervous, mm -hmm. and uh, I woke up on the Friday morning and I wasn't nervous, mm -hmm. and then. Uh, but I was already had multiple, I'd already gone to the bathroom like six times. And I was like, I'm not nervous, just what's, <laughs> but what is this about? And then uh, I met up with uh, my boyfriend in London. So we sort of mm. made it a bit of a night away. Um, but also like he was there for moral support, which I'm, yeah. so, I'm so grateful for because it's just so lovely to have yeah. somebody that supports what you do. Yeah. But, but anyway, so um, I did my speech in front of him but it wasn't like really me. Like I didn't put, inject any personality into it. And he was like, no, it's just, you're going to bum everyone out. It's too heavy. Like, it's just too dark. You're just, no. And I, and that's that love made... right there, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's the truth, <laughs> even though you might not want to hear it. But I was like, oh no. And then I got really, really nervous because then I started to feel like shit. Mm -hmm. Like this, my whole talk is like about to go up in smoke because <laughs> he, d he doesn't like it. And then, um, yeah, it's because like, he knew you weren't being yourself. No, I think it was just like, you know, he still sees, you know, he's seen me go through stuff. And yeah. I think, you know, it's too it was too close to home, really, I think. And um, but yes, equally, I was delivering it, you know, like a wooden spoon. So, mm. you know, it didn't I didn't come across it when we were just when I was standing in front of the, yeah. you know, Ibis TV, like, you know, given that. Um, but I, yeah, I was super nervous. And then I. I got up the next day, took three emodiums, so I'd hold, highly recommend those. Uh, you want a sponsorship for those as well? <laughs> Esther McCann, sponsored by Imodium. Um, <laughs> yeah, so took three of them. Uh, and then I was, but I did another rendition and it went better. But when I got to the venue, do you know what? The venue was just so beautiful mm. and everyone was really friendly and then I, and this, to me, this was not a coincidence. So um, a lady there caught my eye. She, um, she's actually a stylist. Uh, that's mm -hmm. probably why, because she just stood out. Um, but I was like, oh, hello. Like, because she was there on her own and not many people were there. And she was like, oh, hi. And so we started talking. And, uh, and straight away, we started talking about law of attraction within about mm -hmm. 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this conversation was meant to be because, yeah. you know, like, just not everyone's into that it's not everyone's mm -hmm. bag and I was and as soon as I had that conversation I just felt like I was like I'm I was like I'm home now like 
I'm fine. And I just, it, it just made me feel like, no, you do know your shit and you are powerful and you can do this. And I think that's just the, you know, little reminder that you need sometimes. And you've got nothing to be scared of if you're into public speaking. I think Mm -hmm. the main thing is people there that, you know, they're giving you the time of day, but they want to listen to you. They want to learn something from you. They're not sat there, you know, being, you know, judgmental. Like they're not sat there for that reason. They're there because they're interested. Mm -hmm. So, you know, always take it that that's, you know, what they're hoping to get from it yeah it's it's not about you know judging you on what you're wearing or whatever and everyone's been everyone was so supportive and it was just so lovely mm. like it was a real like you know women women empowering women vibe yeah really it's amazing funny what you've just said isn't it because actually the irony of you being a public speaker is it's not about you it's about no. what the people think and feel when they're sat there listening to your yeah. story yeah yeah it's amazing it's, yeah, it's what people take away from it. And there was some of the, you know, some of the talks there were just like, you know, so, yeah. you know, d- deeper mind blowing. And it's like, you won't forget them. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it is an art, you know, it's not like anyone can just stand up and, you know, but I, I definitely, you know, think it was an amazing experience. So thank you, Women in Business. I really enjoyed amazing. that. <laughs> amazing. No, that that's, that's, that's amazing. And, I, and I, I remember following your story throughout the day. And I just remember being so excited for you, just knowing oh, that you had well, that huge opportunity and um yeah it looked like you did really well made some great connections so oh well the lady who i spoke to law of attraction lady honestly we've spoke like every day since like i went Mm. to that event going i just want to make a friend today that's all i want that was i was like that's my one goal i said that to people and it was like i i felt like i nailed it within their being there 30 seconds because i like we we hit it off i left and it's like yeah so big shout out to sharma when she watches this (laughs) amazing you're amazing you could tag her in and let's see so how can people follow you how can they come and find more of your content right so my main platform is miss manifesta um on instagram uh that's m-i-s-s-m-a-n-i-f-e-s-t-h-e-r because people can't spell esther so how the fuck are you gonna spell that um but you'll tag it in (laughs) you'll tag it in here and so people can go straight to it right yeah i'll tag it and uh yeah and then my other platform is mainly just this this profile which is you know i feel like a bit of a dick actually that i've called it like esther coach mccann you know my surname isn't coach mccann but (laughs) i just got so many people adding me and Mm. i on my personal profile and i you know when i when you've got a child Mm -hmm. you know for me my having that privacy for my daughter is still really important to me and you know I just was like no I need to set up something else Mm. so that I can just keep all this stuff really 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 condensed and positive and you know punchy and not have to not have to like feel a little bit like on edge you know a bit violated so yeah absolutely um and there's a website oh yeah i do have a website it's estermccann.com <laughs> amazing so you're going to tag all the so they can connect with you if they push our faces right now they can connect with with us and if you're new to watching <laughs> this and by all means push the follow button or the friend request or connect to either of us if you if what um esther said to you today um has really really resonated then you're, you're more than happy for people to reach out start a conversation with you yeah start a conversation with me it's fine i've got plenty of you know words to say also running my mouth <laughs> all the time so honestly always happy to have conversations with people amazing and if this conversation has added some value then please do share it with that one person that you feel needs to hear it you know there are people out there that are going through difficult times and if something that esther has said or something that esther has done over the last few years that you think that you need to learn a little bit more about 
then then go and ask some questions. Ask those curious questions. Don't be afraid. Um, you'll be glad you did. I, we've had many conversations. I've always uh, enjoyed talking with you. <laughs> EstherMcCann.com. There we go. Your assistant. Oh, has, thanks. Uh, <laughs> put it in there. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm hiring. Laura's already the position has been filled. She is uh, she has proud, been hired. Proud bestie. And I just want to say um, thank you to Ryan, obviously for a having me on here, but also massive thanks Ryan for what you actually do with you know all your interviews, your motivational groups. You know I think it's so great that you give up so much of your time to support so many people, and I know that it really really does touch people's lives. Um, I'm just going to put it out now, Ryan. Are you doing it this week? The nine o'clock goal setting yeah 10 minutes time really um so at nine (laughs) o'clock on ryan's is it on your group in our group yeah Yeah, because i'm not good at technology so uh in ryan's group uh we are always better than yesterday so at nine o'clock on sundays he does goal setting um so you come online say what you need to sort out this week and then everybody else knows and we all hold each other accountable for our shit so no excuses and i loved it last week it was my first one that I'd done last week and I absolutely loved it. So, um, yeah, I will pop on, but, you know, I've, I got to do some mum stuff, but I'll pop on at the end and just say appreciate hello or whatever, all right? Amazing. No, that's, that's, I really appreciate that. Thank you. And, um, oh, it's okay. So we've shared your content. What would your final thought be? Leave, be leave great. guys and girls with a final thought. Be grateful this week. There's always something to be grateful for, even when you're absolutely at your rock bottom. There is Mm. always something. And even if it is down to like, I just have a bed to sleep in. Mm. I have a a body that's helping me breathe, you know, oxygen. There is, I'm grateful that the sun comes up every day. If you are feeling at your absolute lowest, just start there. Like Mm. just start with something and always reach for a good feeling, you know, like just go out and do something that makes you happy and just try to amplify that as much as you can. Mm. Did you say be grateful, sweet? Sweet? Is that what you said? No. Oh. I don't know. I, I thought say... you said be grateful, sweet. I was like, oh, that's nice. No, I don't know. what. I don't think that is what I said. Maybe I heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, sweet. You can yeah. take that to the bag. That's amazing. Um... I love that. <laughs> Find something to be grateful is all around oh, us. Oh, find something to be grateful for this week. Uh, I prefer the, the other version. All right. But yeah. Well, <laughs> well, thank you so much for Tumbleweed. your time. Tumbleweed. Thank you. I get that all the time. So thank you so much for your time. I really, really enjoyed connecting um, in the past, now, and definitely more so in the future. Absolutely. Um, so guys, girls, if you've enjoyed this, please like, share, follow, whatever you need to do. But make sure that if you've learned something today and you think it's going to be valuable, then use it. This stuff works. Um, Esther is proof of that. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. And I might see you on the other side in about 10 minutes time. I'll definitely see you. It won't be in 10 minutes, but I'll try and pop in. All right. But nice um, yeah, we appreciate you too, Ryan. And thanks for watching, everybody. Have a nice evening. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>